...the little corporal could bang the big drum all they liked. Muntz was running out of sons almost as fast as it accumulated widows. The afternoon hung heavy and humid, but it was downhill all the way now, and towards sunset she spotted the inn and the recruiting sergeant's cart. There was always a war. Borogravia was a peace-loving country in the midst of treacherous, devious and warlike enemies. They had to be treacherous, devious and warlike, otherwise we wouldn't be fighting them, eh? So there was always a war. And Polly's father had been in the army before he took over the Duchess. He didn't talk about it much. He'd brought his sword back with him, but instead of hanging it over the fireplace, he used it to poke the fire. But sometimes old friends would turn up, and when the bars were shut for the night, they'd gather round the fire and drink and sing. The songs had been part of her childhood, and she knew all the words of The Devil Shall Be My Sergeant, Johnny Has Gone For A Soldier, and The Girl I Left Behind Me. And after the drink had been flowing for a while, she'd memorised Colonel Krapsky and I Wish I'd Never Kissed Her. And then, of course, there'd been Sweet Polly Oliver. Her father used to sing it when she was small, and she'd laughed because it had her name in it. And now... Polly pushed open the door. The recruiting sergeant and his corporal looked up from the stained table, beer mugs halfway to their lips. She took a deep breath and marched over. "'What do you want, kid?' growled the corporal. "'To join up, sir.' The sergeant grinned which caused a tremor to shake his chins. The word fat couldn't honestly be applied to him, not when the word gross was lumbering forward to catch your attention. He didn't have a waist. He had an equator, and sun and drink had burnt his face red. On the table were a couple of old-fashioned cutlasses. Just like that, he said. Yes, sir. You don't want us to get your stinking drunk first? It's traditional. No, sir. I want to fight for my country and the honour of the Duchess, sir. You do, said the corporal incredulously, but the sergeant appeared not to hear this. He looked Polly up and down. Upon my oath, Corporal Strappy, it seems we've got ourselves a good old-fashioned patriot. Well, you've come to the right place, lad. He pulled a sheaf of papers towards him. You know who we are? The tenth foot, sir, known as the ins and outs. Right, my lad, the jolly old cheesemonger's finest regiment there is. The sergeant dipped a nib pen into a bottle of ink. Name? Oliver, sir. Oliver Perks. Age? Seventeen come Sunday, sir. Yeah, right, and I'm the Grand Duchess Anagovia. What you running away from, eh, young lady in the family way? He'd have had to have help, the corporal grinned. He squeaks like a little lad. And Polly realised she was starting to blush. Don't matter, anyway. Make your mark, kiss the Duchess, and you're my little lad. My name is Sergeant Jackram. I'll be your mother and father, and Corporal Strappy here will be like your big brother. And life will be steak and bacon every day, Mr Perks. A thick thumb jabbed the paper. There, right? Polly picked up the pen and signed. Then she heard the door open, and several young men, 
she corrected herself. Several other young men clattered into the bar and looked around warily. The sergeant glanced at them and then back to her. Ah, you read and write, I see. Officer material. Give him the shilling, corporal, and the picture. Right, sergeant. Corporal Strappy held up a picture frame on a handle like a looking-glass. Booker of private parts. Perks, sir. Yeah, right. Now kiss the Duchess. It was not a good copy of the famous picture. Polly let her lips brush it, and Strappy pressed a small square of paper into her hand. What's this? An I owe you, lad. Bit short of shillings right now, said the sergeant, while Strappy smirked. But the innkeeper'll stand you a pint, courtesy of her grace. Then he looked up at the newcomers. My word, it never rains but it pours.